Welcome back to Mishpacha Magazine's Take Two. We are the faces and the names and the voices familiar to you for the pages of the magazine. Sit down for a deeper look, a little bit of a deeper conversation. Today's guest, Reb Avram Fried. I still, you get a tremble in my voice. I still get starstruck when I say his name. David Shatelfin, it's never going to change, is a special. Not only did we interview him in the magazine, 30 years and then 40 years marking of his career, something very special about Reb Avram is that whenever we've written about him, it resonated with the readers in a very deep way. I think that many of them look at him not just as a singer, but as a mashpia, as a friend, as a guide, as someone who's part of their life. Ravel, thank you so much for coming in. It's a schist to have you. Thank you, Rabbi Yisrael. 30 years for your first interview. I'll forgive you. All right. It, I guess uh, I worked for that. It, it took me a long time to get you. <laughs> I remember I, the first time I pitched you, I said I would follow you around a little bit. That's what we were doing. Yeah, and you were like, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not following me around. I don't like to be around. followed. <laughs> not following me around. So don't follow I me around. the pitch yeah. uh, to get you on board. And I, I know maybe it makes you uncomfortable when I say that, but it, it's a fact that people who you don't even know they exist look at you as, as a big part of their lives because of the emotions, maybe the tefillahs, the bitachin, the simcha that you've brought them over the years. You're aware of that, I'm sure. Baruch Hashem. I'm humbled by it, to be more precise. Uh, it's funny because a lot of people I'll say get... I'm humbled by it, singers, yeah. and I don't always believe them. I actually believe that you're humbled by it. Well, I'm glad you believe me. <laughs> from learning Hasidus, I, 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 believe, I believe the other guys too. It's very humbling to get, to get an email or a, a note or a text or a phone call that you just changed my life, or you made me, f- I was depressed, and you made me feel good, or, or um, it's, 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 staying humble it's for, very a mission. Bali Mosa spent their whole lives working to right. change Amida. Right. I walked in here right now with, with you into the studio, and every person asked for a picture. Grown men, and, and it's not a thing that, they're not the type of people who stop other than say, can I take a picture? How, how does a person stay humble when, when it, really, everywhere you're going, people are impacted by, you're just walking into a room. You know what I say to myself? Woe to the day when they'll stop asking me for pictures. So as long as they're asking me, I'm in. So what you're really saying is that... that is if that's what they want. Right, but how do you stay humble? That's what I'm asking. How do you go home to your I, I, I'm I, just I, a guy, a regular guy. I don't know. I, I, it's, I, it's a matanim in Hashomayim. It's a, it's a gift. And I try to use it in, uh, you know, in a good way. And uh, for people's reaction. And by the way, it's really today I think music is one of the most important remedies for today's generation, for today's youth, Adults as well. Um, there's a certain kaya that over the years suddenly music has become such a powerful tool. And it wasn't always like that? I don't think so. Why do you think that is? I think maybe th- things were running smoothly back in the day. And the music just... People weren't so gave, broken. People were pr- pretty much on, you know, going in one direction. Now, if you're saying that, <clears throat> does that impact the kind of music you're producing? Are you shifting in what you're creating to meet that, that need? Well... I think I keep in, keep in mind what, what's the message, what's the most important message. Um, a couple of years ago I came up with Keep Climbing because you know, I know a lot of uh, just, you know, they just couldn't keep, couldn't, couldn't keep climbing. They said we've tried and we've gotten this much and, you know, and they were ready to let go or did let go. And I felt it was important to say we're almost there, just hang in there, keep climbing. You know, so you, you, you don't write the lyrics yourself but you came up with the concept, I you do. wrote Keep Climbing yourself? Was that your first English song that you wrote? No. You've written no, no. English I, lyrics? Yeah. I also Many? wrote uh, um, Father Don't Cry. I By yourself? Yeah. Wow. I wrote um, a lot of other stuff. Uh, Don't Hide From Me, some, some of the... I, Baruch Hashem, I've written uh, and Yiddish, of course, but English as well. English lyrics, fascinating. So let's go back to the very beginning, if you don't mind. Yasser Green once described for me uh, the shy Bacher who came into his house in Seagate, the, the Shia man Lord spot you in. And he said, uh, he clearly had the, the kaiches, the ability to sing, the pipes. 
but he said you were, you were very shy. You, you weren't sure who the yeah. audience was. You, you were not a star, so to speak, who had just launched onto stage you know, from your yeah. bar mitzvah. You weren't that type. He said you, you, help, you yourself were inhibited. Would you agree with that assessment? Absolutely. And still, what happened? Still shy. You're still shy? Still shy. Still, that's, you know, that's something you're born with. I mean, that's not a, not a negative. It's not a, it's a, it's not nice a positive. Jewish media. Yeah, by Shanim. By Shanim. And, 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 and I had no pipes back then, by the way. Had very little pipes. He clearly yeah. he saw something. I, I listened back. Yes, she did. She did see. Her, he heard something. I got, and I give him credit for that to this day, because um, you put on no Jew will be left behind. You hear oh, it's like a little tiny voice. You know, there was no pipes there. Straight out of yeshiva. I was still on the yeshiva bench. Actually, I was still in yeshiva. So which, what? Which is why I changed my name to Freed. Because, because it was yeshiva. a little embarrassing. You know. Uh, your parents were European either. Probably they didn't think of that as the peak of. Were they okay with not that? Not so crazy about it. They weren't. No, not so crazy. And not. back then, parents said things to their kids like that. Yes, like, yes. But you felt. But uh, somehow, some way, they just led me to this. You wanted to do it. On this, yeah. It, on this as road. a form of Yolubavachachasa, was it a form of some kind of shlichus that you believed? Hundred percent. First of all, as a little boy, I was already singing on. By Eli Tylerbaum for Stay Chemed all of our shalom for Ellie Lipsker, many cases. All of our shalom for um, <clears throat> for um, his his songs. Uh, I did a few concerts across the United States when I was when I was thirteen. I was I'd already done a few concerts. And your parents had been okay with that at that point. Oh, that they were they were very proud of that. My little you know the little Avrema that was singing and I don't. Are you the youngest? Voice back then, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Your brothers are superstars, right? They're, they're, they're like cannons in, in, in Hasidic thought and Hasidic doing. What was that like? I'm just thinking about that now. You're the youngest <clears throat> of all those brothers? That's why I decided to go into singing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a superstar too. No, was that, was that, I that wasn't going to challenge them in their you know, mind. They're, they're Chabad, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. But they're the, all, every all, one of them is, is really formidable. Is, yeah, they're all very, very special and gifted and talented. Uh, this was going to be your... I eventually mishpacha with, with talents. But I, as, as a little kid, four years old, I was already singing. And I think I've probably told you this before. I was next door to the Rebbe's mother. Tell me again. And I sang there for her. And um, my weddings, and I started singing on, on these albums back in the day. Talking, I was nine years old, ten years old. <clears throat> so by the time I, came, I became 13, my voice was, was in great shape. And then one day with Elliot Talbam in the studio doing, trying to do a high part. That was my parts or only the high parts. They gave me the belting parts. I had a good high voice. And I come to the microphone and uh, I couldn't hit the notes. My voice started to change. In the middle of the song. In the middle of the song. Which song? Um, Akshiva. Akshiva, yes. Akshiva. Akshiva. I couldn't do it. So Eli said, you know what? Do the low part. So he, nice, man. Chetzi Nechama. Chetzi Nechama. And, um, Shia remembered that, that from all those years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shia, getting back to Shia. So he heard something. And I, I, I came with him to Yossi Green with one line. I thought you asked if it's the shlichus. I heard by the Fabringans many, many times the Rebbe say, Ken ein yid kenish golos. No, I said, wait, that's a good line. No Jew will be left behind. Because we're talking about Gula Shlema. So if one piece is missing in the puzzle, it's not a, you know, Mitzrayim. Nice was a great gula, but many Jews uh, stayed in Mitzrayim. It wasn't exactly a total gula shlema. But when the real gula comes, no Jew will be like, so we come to Yossi Green, and I give him this line. I said, I'm thinking about doing a, an album. This will be the title, No Jew Will Be Left Behind, because from the Rebbe I heard 
such positive messages, such beauty about what it means to be a yid and, a, and serve Hashem and do a mitzvah. And I wasn't hearing that on other CDs or albums. <clears throat> and um, just is history. You went into this, and you were not married at the time, right? No. Now, somehow, forgive me for making an assumption, you somehow managed to maintain, you're almost untouched by the industry, the way it looks to me. You, you maintained your, you're the same person that went in. I, I keep asking the same question, <laughs> no, but I'm waiting for an answer. Like, this, is it Hasidus? Is it working on it a lot? Is it being so connected to Rebbe? Is it uh, I think, having I, I, a, a smart wife? What is it? <clears throat> I mean, there, there's something here about you that marks you. Is I, I don't want to compare to others because kulam ahuvam kulam kudayshim each in their own way. Correct. not at the expense of anybody else. But there's something about you that you never became a brand and you never became a celebrity entourage person. I saw you it's go not, not out of a concert with my eyes in the elevator with people after the concert. He said, oh, "I got the nacht," and he went into the elevator with everybody else. That's not regular. Like why? Why is that so? Why is that so unusual? I'm, I'm a year like Ali Eden. We're all one big family. They came to hear me sing. So what? I but sang. Okay, so time, I sang. You no. go with the lechiyuva. You go with celebrity. That means you, again, you've gone to hospital rooms before concerts, after concerts, during concerts. You've flown. You've driven. Bar Hashem. You remember the names of people who asked you to daven for them years later. This is. Uh, I, I saw you at a chasna once, and somebody said to you, "You once sang for," and they mentioned the patient, and you said the name of the, the chayla. That I saw with my eyes. So. Again, this is not a chiddush. I think everybody is doing this. I think we have a great opportunity to help people, to make people happy, to inspire them. Someone asks you to go daven for them, wouldn't you go daven? I mean, like, why is it such a chiddush? Like, I don't even understand what, what the, what the chiddush is. And the hospital it's, rooms? That's, that's, what, that's, that's really what it's all about. The singing is, is parnosa, you know? And besides the shlichas, it's, it's parnosa. But to go do a mitzvah, to, to make a yid smile who's sick, what better, what better schus is there than that? I mean... I sometimes turn down offers because I just can't go, and it, it's like, why? I wish I can go more often. I mean, you make a yid smile who's, who's suffering, who's and what's it like ready for you? to die. It must take a lot out of you to walk it into does. the hospital where you know. It clearly does. Clearly does. What, what can you do? I tell myself, you know, look at the schus you have. How can you, well, you know, give up such a schus? I mean, uh, okay, if you're thinking it's a schus, let me ask you something else. I, I get a call. People yeah. ask me to go daven for them. If you go to the oil, mention me at the oil. So, I'll go to the oil. I'll mention that. I mean, like, how can I say no? How would I feel if someone, uh, I would ask someone to do it for me and they would say, oh, I'm busy or whatever. You know? It's like these are no-brainers. Like, I, I don't even see the... Okay. Maybe the, the no-brainers to you and that's very nice, but it comes from somewhere. Clearly a I think it's, it's, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about a talent that's being hopefully used to inspire to uplift. Okay, you could say it's not about you, but people, there's a celebrity culture. It's 2021, okay, so and everywhere you go, people are taking pictures of you, right? Fact. I'm sure this is everyday, but you can't go into a pizza store or a grocery store okay. or a rest area without somebody stopping, yeah. and they're going to turn back. Yes, it happens Is, very is that? Often. Yes. Are you? It happens very often. Can we take a picture? But most of the time, people will say to me, Avram, we like your music. We love your music. Keep it up. I get so many brachas. I get so much inspiration from them. That it makes me say, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing something and worthwhile. I'm not about the lack of privacy. Okay, you know, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> not, that, not easy. That's a different story. I, I've, your wife I, again, told me I, something yeah? at the Hess concert. I asked her years ago. I was backstage, and your wife was there. She was like sitting on a folding chair in the stairwell. There was like a draft mm-hmm, coming. Mm-hmm. So I said, why are you not out front? 
So she said, well, I'm not in that club. We don't, we don't, that's not how we roll. And my kids are she at night behind the scenes. She said, your, your boys didn't even come. They were in yeshiva learning. Yeah. So that's a conscious decision. You, it's very easy to just Clearly. brush it off and say, yeah. But somehow, right. there's one way the world thinks and you're doing it differently. My kids and family is a different story. We clearly protected them, no question about that. That's a whole different approach. What do you do with family of celebrity, you know? That was a decision you made. 100%. 100%. And your kids appreciate it now? Or Absolutely. They, they realized that Absolutely. it must have been hard when they were younger. They probably wanted to be part of the... They, had, they weren't totally isolated. They weren't totally locked inside. But it was a good balance. And I think... Um, to the credit of my family, they're, they're healthy. They know that but I sing, I sing, but when I mench, there's about there's 900 singers on the scene who had the same DNA as you, all started because they're from Fried something, but none of, none of your own yeah. kids are there. Yes, so that means everybody who's <laughs> a Van Fried second cousin is putting out an album. They're doing good things, Baruch Hashem, I'm proud of them, and Chazdei uh, Hashem. But again, by really, I think, I, yes, yes, I think, I think it's, Again, I, I, I know you've heard this before from me, but this is a, a bracha, this is a shlichus, and um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to do my, you know, spread the light, that's all. Now, you, you went into uncharted territory in a lot of ways, musically. You were probably, not probably, you were for sure the first Lubavitcher, so to speak, mainstream thing. That, that yeah. I, I, I would venture to say you've been in every, every Haredi or from community at this point, from Lakewood to Satmar and Baruch everywhere Hashem. in between. Da'ati Lumi, certainly. <laughs> You have a huge following, but you did things that others didn't do. Marshall, the mo- most recently, the, the name Aviv Geffen comes to mind. But you're saying with secular leftist singers who stand for a lot of things that are against basic Torah values. Fair to say? Yeah. yeah. And the you do that? that? That was okay. Why not? I, other singers might say. I, I don't know, but I think that other singers might say he's somebody who's who's against what we stand for. I can't be on the same stage as him. He's a yid. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh... There's a chance that he, hack, that he can do tshuva. There's a chance that he... And by the way, Aviv Geffen, yeah. I, I don't like writing off a yid. I mean, uh, true, he was very outspoken and, you know, Israel's bad boy regarding Abishter, Torah, mitzvahs from people. He was like totally not on our, on our side. Um, but that was years ago. And I think he matured a little bit. And I saw a clip of him speaking to the people of B'nai Barak in an empty... Because of COVID, he did a show in the empty uh, outside theater, <clears throat> and uh, he was he was basically in tears, saying, "Because everyone was was attacking Bnei Brak, that we they're responsible for the whole machlash Yerachim, you know." And he was saying, "Ma, what do you want for these people? They're good people. Leave them alone. I want to dedicate a song to them." And he said, after the concert, till four o'clock in the morning, he was sitting there in one of the the bleachers, and he's looking four hundred texts he got. People of Bnei Barak, he got his number. Todarabah, you gave us koyach. You know, uh, good for you. You're the only one who spoke out for us. So what happened? Suddenly he sees Oyev Yisrael in Bnei Barak. So something, something changed. And um, it was suggested by my team in Eretz Yisrael. That, by the way, I sent him a text after that. I sent him a text. I said, I, I was touched you by your tears. You knew him at that point? Or? One? You knew him at that no, point? No, no, never, never. I said, uh, Aviv, I don't know if you know who I am. My name is Avram Fried. I'm also in the singing business. I was touched by your words, by your tears. You came across sincere to me. That, uh, you know, you apologized and you did it. So the idea came up that maybe we should do a song together. So uh, he wrote me back and he said, I did hear about you, many, many things. And uh, it would be a great idea. We'll do a song together. And that's how the friendship started. 
about two months ago or so, after COVID, Baruch Hashem, the, you know, kind of eased up and we were able to do concerts again. So we're in Yerushalayim, 6,000 people, two nights in a row, in Brichat HaSultan. Me and Aviv Geffen are on the program. And he, at one point, he, while he's on stage, he says, Rabotai, I want to apologize. <clears throat> I said stupid things when I was younger. I offended you. I hurt you. And I want to apologize. Spontaneously, the whole crowd got up on their feet and gave him a standing ovation. Same thing the second night. He apologized, got a standing ovation, and both nights he agreed to put on a yamulka, and we did Miyoish, the Chafetz Chaim from Rebaruch Che together as a song of, from, the, from the sources, from the scripture. <clears throat> so I think something clearly yeah, changed. I, I, I don't think he's putting on a bit of Tom's filling yet, or going to the mikveh every day, but something, something, something inspired him. Something, he said, I gave my son a bar mitzvah, I want to talk He says, Ani lo mamin, but I gave my son a bar mitzvah. So I say, those who scream and yell, that, that there is no, in the end, they'll come back and say, of course Did you have is. any personal conversation with him backstage? Yeah, 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 we're or? talking all the time. We're in touch all the time. If I think of a nice word, I'll share it with him. And, he and he's very respectful. He's very mechubad. And he, he's, he's, he's wonderful. Okay, so there, there you are, so to speak, vindicated by almost an open here or <clears throat> on stage. It was clearly a chance because some people were Did you get negative really feedback? upset. Yeah, got some negative feedback. Um, how could you? Mo- mostly, of course, how could you? This is a, all the titles they used against him. But um, he, was, he was more of a challenge because unlike other Israeli singers who are not yet from, so to speak, they were not known as outspoken anti. Right, you've worked you know? with a lot of secular yeah, Israeli yeah, 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 artists. Yeah, and and no, no one said a word. This was the first time. This was the got... first time. <coughs> but I said, you know what? Have you ever Take a chance. We'll take a chance. Got some nasty uh, comments. Whose idea was it to do Mia Ish? It was me and uh, my, my musical director there, Yuval, Yuval Stupil. Because the words, so to speak, have a message that's Mie, interpersonal. That too, but also it's, it's a simple, singable, schmacker song. Not and too complicated. And, and he learned it very quickly. And uh, we did it. And I think people were, you have to understand, people in the audience who know Aviv Geffen, I, I knew he was a bad boy, but I didn't really know his, you know, history that much. I heard about him. So for them to hear that he's apologizing, that he's singing me or ish, for them it's like, almost like, you know, as Chalta de Gula, Mashiach came, because they know him. Right, so it was a and real they, they know, they know, scene. They, they know the change that he did. <laughs> All the interviews that I did with all the newspapers in Eretz Yisrael, this was a big story, I said, I'm not the story here. That I'm singing with an Israeli singer. I've done this before. Aviv is the story. That he's singing with a chassid Did he also get feedback? Do you know? 100%. They, they, crazy about it. 
His he, fans loved it. His fans did like loved it. Loved it. Was there any negative feedback to him? Why are you singing I, with the Haredi? No, I don't think so. We didn't. I did not that I heard of. Not that you heard of. Not that I heard of. Now, all the years when you were singing with secular Israelis singers or producers, did you ever see in them this kind of ration or the fact that the music itself lifted Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Every one of them, before I met them, I thought, uh-oh, this guy maybe is too big for me or maybe too, you know. I, I was so wrong, so wrong, because from, from the get-go, they were tzugelazen, they were friendly, they were respectful. Okay. They were on the same page. You're, you're very good. You're, but, better, you're better than them. I, I don't you know, know how much right? they know of my music. You're better than you know. any one of them. I thank you very much. It's the truth. I so appreciate listen, It's a kiddush Hashem because you're passionate about it. The fact that they agreed to be a guest at my show is taka. A big. Uh, these are big names. All the big. I mean, almost all the biggest names that we've invited came and said, "Rakasha b'simcha." You know, and and that we're friends. We develop friendships. You, and you keep this connection yeah. with them. So yeah. you stand by the decision and, and, and the feedback doesn't bother you. 100%. I think it was a dangerous Now, Do, do you think call, it's because you're a Lubavitcher Chassid that you see things that way and that led you to that 100%. What does that mean? 100%. But Rebbe told us that every Yid has a spark. I can't Shirayin or Shirayin, you know, he could be screaming uh, anti-anti. I don't believe him. We can't, we can't throw away any, any Neshama. Just focus on the Neshama. Exactly. So there's nobody living that you wouldn't sing with? If Yair Lapid came to you and said, I want to do a concert with you, you'd do it? I would check with my uh, superiors. <laughs> Which, I don't know. But I, I checked. It wasn't like I you know, easily said, uh, let's do it. We, we spoke to certain people. I mean, you, know, you have to have a little, uh, little seichel, how to navigate this. Um, but uh, I think it was... The, the advice that we got was positive, go ahead, and uh, Baruch Hashem, I think, I think of, he's... Uh, of the Israeli audience, <clears throat> I think you're probably the first mainstream Haredi singer to, to take Hebrew words, Hebrew lyrics, which at the time was a progressive idea, because it wasn't a Pasuk Tehillim and it wasn't the Seder. You're just putting together modern Hebrew words. It probably was considered, I don't, I don't know, was it considered a renegade I, move? And t- today, yeah. it, it's the norm. I think it started with Alekatan. I never dreamed of doing a full Israeli album because between me and you, I'm a Hasidic singer. I should be singing from the text. Okay, English, Yiddish, but that's because just we want to have more colors in the box that I'm, that I'm in. But um, to do a full Israeli album, Favos, Faven, people who come to my concerts are coming because they want to hear Tanya. Okay. They want to, keep, they want to hear Adarabah, Frum or Natrum. <clears throat> By the way, a lot of not from people are suddenly in the audiences. They're all over the place. Like it's amazing. It is right. I could be on an airplane. I could be at the airport, and people who don't look religious said, "Oh, you know, we were at your concert and we loved it and we were big fans." So that's 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 very special. I'm happy to hear that. I assume because of the internet and YouTube, yeah. you're more yeah, exposed today I have, to. Who? Yeah, exactly. I'm exposed to the world today. But to do a full Israel never lochalamt. I didn't think of never dreamed about it. But after Alekatan, people kept saying. Do more Israeli songs. It was so good. I like that was such a hit. It was a do hit. more, do more. And you were able to, to almost <coughs> elevate it into either a form of very special. or... Very special. Yes. Yes. Very special. So, so Yuval, my, my, my fellow there, we started plucking certain songs to do at concerts. So we did a... We did... Mishu um, Alech Tamiditi. By the way, the composer of that song just turned 87 years old. Two days ago, near Yisrael. I sent him a video clip. Oh, Yavremo, he speaks a good Yiddish. Oh, Yashikoyach, I told him, Paz, Mipnini, Mumipaz, 87. And this guy, 
Pausanke is not just like Effie Netzer. He's 87 years old, performing like he's 50. He's busy every day, and he's jumping around like he's, he's 50 years singer, old. A he's a singer, a singer, composer. Yeah, he does his own concerts. Incredible. Right. So he wrote this song, we should. Yeah. So I say to him, you know, chazak ve'emats and be strong. Mach yidin freilach and zayke zintin shtarik. He sends me this huge hug. Ach, it's machayig. And it's very, very, uh, very special. Then, so you, then you, I'm learning from you that you discovered a whole new world of people also, not yeah, just the genre of music. Yeah, 100%. It broadened your horizons. Correct. Then he, then, then he decided, because we look for a song that has that shtickle spiritual teuchen. So Misha Lech Tamiditi, you know, it's clear reference, you know. Then, um, then we did Sha'ashem Eshtav Oralai, Rak We called it Rak We changed it to Rak Just don't mind that you changed the name or you changed. No, the we, we checked with them. We checked okay with the with composers. You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the composer of Raktvila, Hanan Yovel, also elderly fellow, but young and energetic and so so respectful. It's just very, very heartwarming. <clears throat> we sang Adraba together a few times. We have to ask him. If I stayed, you know, so respectful. Um, anyhow, but then the idea came up. You know what? Let's do a full Israeli album. And I did. Baruch Hashem. It's called uh, Kamal Tov Shaniv Gashna. And the feedback and, uh, in the American audience? Loved it. They loved, they loved it. it. They loved it. They loved but it. I'm asking but, you... But uh, I, but I, I, uh, that was just another color in my rainbow, so to speak. But I, my next CD is going to be a regular Hasidic CD. You know, when like, a, we, like a Chazak. When, when could we, like Chazak. That's it's what you go to. When, yeah. when could we expect it? I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Nice. I'm sure a couple of songs. must keep you young. Yeah, it also keeps me very alert because if I see a good line or a good idea, oh, that's a good line for a song, you know. I have some good material, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, good material, but I'm still missing that one or two gigantic hits. It's coming. Amen. Amen. The COVID changed you a little bit. It changed everybody. It changed everything. You, you had to shift from a person who every night of the week was facing, and, and you had to completely reinvent yourself. You're now 23 years old. And he had to learn how to do one type of singing. I think you, you probably put out the first song in Korva together with Yasi. You put out... Uh, had that come about, and no one was thinking songs then. It was it was almost the beginning of Rachman on San Mesa Mutalafaneinu. It was the first weeks. We came into Pesach, so it's a clapped, and all of a sudden there was a new song for me. It was so it was so interesting. I also did. Um, my wife came up with a great suggestion. It was Pesach. Nobody's going to shul. Remember that? Yeah, sure. I got so much feedback on that. So many comments on that. How it, it made the yomtiv because people, like, yeah, like the bracha. Even though we can't go, to, but they got the bracha. One guy said to me, "I haven't cried like this in years, just listening to the bracha." <clears throat> um, 
So Baruch Hashem did that. So tell me about that. So how did, what, what did COVID change you musically, as a person? Like I said, you had to shift. Come out from one second to the next. Um, and Panasa wise too. Like it, it probably yeah. affected you. You were doing live, this is what you do. And all of a sudden that faucet closes. It, it, was, it, it, it took a little bit of an adjustment because you're singing to a camera as opposed to, a, like you said, as opposed to an audience. But um, my, my, my job was just listen to what you're singing, forget the crowd, forget, you know. <clears throat> listen to what you're singing, listen to the words, connect to the message, and just go with that. And I worked. So, it worked. Know, I, uh, just, just connecting to Pirish Hamilis more, more than... But in a way, it's how, you know, Rabbi Jacobson recently told me that, he said, for someone who inspires other, it's much harder to stay inspired because it, there's a risk of the words, just, you just churn them out. Another audience, you know, same words, different night. If it's Tuesday, we must be in Belgium, right? We're just shooting out words. He says, it's hard to stay. What does that mean for you? And you try to stay connected. And you're inspiring others. That's a whole different story, to be inspired by yourself. Yeah. That's a, that's a whole different parasha. How does one do that? That's a, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I, I need inspiration all the time. So where do you get inspiration? Where do you go for inspiration? So usually, for a, for a live concert, sometimes the crowd has you thinking about, okay, now I've got to do this, now I've got to do that. Like you're thinking more about the crowd, you know, pleasing the crowd than what you, sh- what you should be thinking about. And that is the song, the message, the, the okay, now I've got to do this move. Like you're, 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 it, it's artist. You're, you're, you're being sidetracked by other things. When you're in front of a camera, all you have is the lyric. All you have is the song. There's no outside, you so know. So you're saying uh, COVID brought out so a connection. In a way, in a way there was a connect there was much even more. A, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, now you're to trying to maintain that back in front of a crowd. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's very now it's, it's, it's trying to stay focused on, what am I saying? What are you singing? You know? Looking back. Which, by the way, which, by the way, you might even take this into a shul. Sometimes in a shul, um, you're amongst people, you know, you might make a hand motion, you might go like this, you might go, oi, tata, you know. People are listening, people are watching. You never know if that's totally lishma or totally spontaneous. Let's judge everybody lekavzchus that it's totally pure and l'shem shamayim. When you're home alone and you do tata, who are you trying to impress? No one's going to comment on what you just did. No one's watching you. That's why it says by, by the Akeda that that was the biggest mesiras nefesh. Why wasn't Ur Kastim a big mesiras? He jumped into a fire, not big enough. Now, na'ato yadaiti. By the Akeda, you're real, you're a shamayim. Why? Even the donkey wasn't there. It was just Yitzchak and Avram. Nobody was there. there no cameras, no, no, no reporters. Beautiful. There they have Mesiras Nefesh. Oh, that's already, I'm, I'm a, that's a Madriga. You know, so. Well, look at now, Kedana Hara. About 42 years, Kedana Hara, of, uh, of doing this, this Shlichas. Is there anything you regret or wish you would have done differently when you look back? Uh, I probably should have done more. Probably took too much space between certain albums. Could have worked a little harder. Um, Although you're not going to say this, but others have said that you're, you're from the hardest workers in the industry. When, I, when I'm in it. When I'm in it. Yeah, when I'm in it. Staying in the... When I'm in it. But sometimes I'll just take a... Like as if I need a break, you know? Like, I'm working too hard. Come on, you know? It's like, uh, like someone once told... Somebody once told the Rebbe that uh, he's in Chinuch. And he wants to give up because it's too hard. It's just hard. Every kid is different. And 
you have to know how to adjust to each child. And say, you know, uh, I want to retire. And the Rebbe said, if you are carrying um, a sack of, of, of whatever it is, wood, or, 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 uh, and someone gave you another piece of wood, you would drop the, you would say, hey, it's too heavy. Enough, I can't. But if you're carrying a bag of diamonds, and someone gives you another diamond, you're going to say it's heavy. You're going to drop the bag. So, every child is a diamond. How can you give up on diamonds? Say okay. But you're getting another diamond. Okay. So, so you should have done so, more. So musically. Exactly. I can't complain. I'm working too hard. You know, this is what, okay. a, what a beautiful thing to be busy with. Anything else that I would regret? Any musical that, regrets you have? A song, a lyric, so, a word, a concert, a performance, a decision. Oh, there were some concerts where I bombed. I mean, <laughs> that. I mean, I regret that was. But um, I'm sure you never bombed. It happens. It happens to the best of us. I remember you once a couple of years ago. And Lord, I think your voice went and you... I didn't bomb. My, my voice just went. Yeah. I'm saying with you and you wrote them a letter after. Yeah, it does. You see, this, that, was, that was beautiful. We turned, a, we turned a, a, a nightmare into something beautiful. They, they felt very special. That was very special. That. You know what happened? The, you know uh, the whole story, why, why that happened? No, I just know that you lost your voice in the little bit. Why I, it was an hour and a half into the concert. Why suddenly did I lose my voice? Everything was, it was actually going so well. It was a great crowd. It was outdoors. And Lud, it was, just, it was wonderful. Lud, um, a few months later, I did something for Camp Simcha upstate. Outdoor. They built up. It was doing COVID. Everyone came in their cars. That's, I remember. Instead of clapping, I said, instead of clapping, honk your horn at the end of a song, you know? Talk about adjusting. <laughs> um, at one point, I went to the side of the stage and they had these huge fans blowing smoke or something. Okay. I got close to the fan because I, I wanted to go to this side of the stage. People in the cars on this side or that side. As I'm getting closer to the fan, <clears throat> I felt something, like something scratching in my throat for a second. And then it hit me. Wow. I said, wait a second. At that concert in Lud, it was coming up to the Big song of the evening on the Sana Toikif. It was during the Sarasim Chuva, or maybe Erev Rosh Hashanah. I had to go off stage and put on my talus. That was like the big prop of the night. My talus with a machzer on the Sana Toikif. The talus was right sitting on a little, on a little th- something next to a fan that was blowing out the smoke. And I took in too much of the smoke and I said, that must, that's, that, that's got to be the connection. Wow. Suddenly the smoke, that, it's a choking smoke. Just to, so this effect of like this you know, this uh, heavenly smoke makes the stage look nice. But it got into my vocal cords and it was like a knife cutting my cords. Like, eh, I couldn't get a note out. It was like, what happened? Everything was wow. going so well. Wow. So I told the people, I said, Rotai, you see, I'm in trouble, so you got to sing. I had like three, four songs left to do and they helped me and that was it. But you had the presence of mind to ad-lib, so to speak, had no and choice. roll with I had it. no choice. I said, Rabotai, you got to save me here because otherwise I'm finished, you know. So it wasn't at the, at the beginning, it was well into the concert, and it was going very well. And it's this, so now, now I know, stay away from these, these fans that blow out the smoke. Uh, a couple of years ago, you told me that you like to do concerts in Artistral in a way better than I in love America. It. love it. Because they're more into it. In America, if there's a concert, they're on their phones or their jumpies, is that still love, true? Absolutely. Israelis are much better at concerts. Absolutely. The Israeli crowd is a good crowd to sing for. Americans are not. not good crowd. Good crowd. America not? Less? Good crowd. Uh, also but not, good. Not, not, not I think they'll, I think they'll, they'll agree. Israel, they, they just, and perhaps they just need more of an outlet. 
there's so much stress on the crowd there in Eretz Yisrael. So the music speaks to that, them in yeah, a yeah, deeper let's, way. Let them go, like they, you know. It's beautiful to see the crowd get up what on their feet the and dance and sing. What was the most singing experience you ever had? <clears throat> Public singing experience you ever had? Oh boy. Gotta think about that. A concert? Concert, an event, the Fabring, and someone that you sang, you said, this, this is special. I just sang at the uh, 40 Yatsima Rambam in front of 770. I did the first one. That was a huge, huge, um, there's some Haley Karebis in the audience. That was very special. In the audience, on, on, the, on the podium. I was a little bacher and I was singing for these Haley Tzadikim. You got feedback from them, from the rabbis, the Tzadikim? They, do they ever tell you anything? Or does any rabbi or shiva ever tell you, good job? Or? You know, I was, I must tell you, <clears throat> there have been some elderly people, Hasidim, or even rabbis that I've met, who made a wonderful impression on me because they took the time to say, fine, good, eshekoyach, Rebbe Liyahu, Olav HaSholem, Eliyahu, stands out because there were many, I just sang it as the site a few, years, a few weeks ago in Eretz Yisrael. At every concert, whenever we were on the same program together, so to speak, Tanya, Tanya, Chazak, he was so warm with his huge smile. Imagine a young punk, and he gives a tzaddik like that gives you such chizuk. It's just, it, it's priceless, priceless. Um, and others that I've, I've met who, whether it was behind closed doors, and they'll say to me, Yantif songs, you know, the Yiddish gems, shmak. That must be a tremendous good. sense of satisfaction it's, to you, it's, Yantif Erlich. Like you, you, you had this dream, and probably most people never heard of him, even when you pitch it. And, and look, it, it's, he's hot. Zoychigenen. Check. It's a big deal. Baruch Hashem. Do his proud kids appreciate it? I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the Chabad series. Baruch Hashem. Do you hear feedback from the Yantav Aruch's children? Do they appreciate absolutely, it? Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. They, they realize what they brought back. Yeah, the only thing that's, that's disappointing is that he wasn't around when Yiddish Gems came out. We did work together on Agut Tevach. Agut Tevach, Midbroche. You wrote the lyrics? We co-wrote it, yes. Really? So he appreciated what you were doing. So yes, 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 yes. He, did you he ever also Freilach and Lebedee. Did you ever have anybody not appreciated it, a composer or something? I didn't, I didn't like what you did with that song. Or... No. Never? No. Only one who was disappointed, actually, let's start with the positive. Rabbi Tzi and Shanker, all of our Shalom. Remember I recorded, Yeah. I met him after, shortly after that, and he says, Chabano Gahat. How you did Rishalayim Mircha. So, wow, that was like, I remember it, this is many, many years ago. <clears throat> the only one who came to me with a taina was Rav Shalayim. Is What was the problem? Yeah. I changed the tenua. Let's, let's do a practice, okay? How do you sing? da 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 that was my kvetch. Da 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 da, you know, because he sang it. Da 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 da, da 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 da, you know, same thing twice. If he didn't go up, he says, "You changed it." That's not how I was. I wasn't the cobbled the nigum.
didn't like it. But I assume he got over it. I hope he forgives me. Do you ever hear younger artists doing your nigunim? And how do you react? Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, it's nice. Probably a good Very nice. Sometimes. I'm sure Very people. nice. I, yes, yes, yes. Especially today, the young singers, they, they try to do the chazonis of oh, Al-Imamin. Right. They, they want to do the pieces, which uh, is very nice. You know? that's very but nice. I'm sure it's not how you envisioned it originally. <clears throat> I'm sure that, that you think probably sometimes that there's a note here or a note there that you don't love. Whatever. You know, look, Whatever. It, it's, what do they call that? You know, someone tries to uh, you know, imitate you. or uh, It's flattering. It's flattering. There's a lot of good talent out there. A lot of good voices. A lot of good talent. And I'm happy that... They're keeping these songs, you know, relevant. It, it's songs a fascinating online. thing. It, it, this is, again, this is my own, uh, there's no data for this, but somehow with all the talent that come Baruch Hashem, you're exactly where you were. You never, Baruch Hashem. We talk about this. When we were little kids, it was Abraham Fried, and Warhammer David, and they, and, and uh, whoever, and Pesach Kron, and, and 40 years later, with all the talent, it's the same names who are still at the top of their games. David Shalom Baita. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing, no? By the way, you mentioned Pesach Kron. We were just together in Mexico for that big, big uh, get-together. And I heard him speak on Shabbos. He gave a few, few speeches, a few drushes. And one, one, line, one line I liked a lot, besides his amazing stories that he told, mind-boggling stories that, he, that he's known for. If people ask him, through history, if you can meet somebody, who would you want to meet? I'm, I'm condensing the story. <clears throat> he says, I'd like to meet Rashi. What's up, is Rashi? Rashi was a bucky in every Rashi. Could you imagine? <laughs> good job. Very cute. He's a bucky in every Rashi. Who would you like to meet? Would I like to meet? Yeah. I'd like to meet uh, Yosef HaTzadik. I mean, again, it's a, you know, it's a loaded question. Who, could you, who would you like to meet? I just wrote a song about Yosef, actually. What do you write about Yosef? I have some lyrics that I wrote about Yosef. You made up your own lyrics? Yep. English? Yeah. Like? Like, uh, i got to look it up. Celebrating but, the... Yeah, he said, like, what, you know, what got him through. Um, the, your charm almost took its toll. When your charm almost took its toll, she took your jacket, but you kept your soul. Wow. Because in every place, because in every situation, in every place, you always saw your father's face. Like that, like, you wrote like that? that's the end of the chorus. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Nice lines, no? Right. Yeah, you can. She got your jacket, but she you kept your soul. I love that line. Yeah, it's, it's up there with with the gentle people with the faith of steel. That's that I wrote with my brother Manus. It's one. Got some good lines there. There's, there's a lot of your English yeah. lines. If I could look into if I could look into your heart, I would see the face of God. That's yeah. Manus's line. And the soul that you'll. See there inside is a reflection of yours. Yeah, that, that, no, 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 that's. Um, Isn't right there? That's you. No, that's. Uh, that's for everyone. Yeah, I'm no, saying there's, there's lines I, there. Oh, you're, the sophistication Hashem. of the English lyrics in your songs are chesidus. What else is there? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, the deepest, the deepest, most. Don't yeah. tell anybody. It's just chesidus stuff. Well, Let's keep it between well, us. Well, okay, okay. I mean positive. I mean chesidus. I mean took positive. your jacket, but you kept your soul. Your soul. Yeah. It's going to be on the new album, Richard? Your charm almost took its toll. She got your jacket, but you kept your soul. Because in every place... See, but even that, you know, we talked about this about Abba. The world is so direct now that you yes. say everything yes. out. Yes. 15 yes. years ago, you wouldn't have written a lyric like that. Yeah, I think... Fact? True, true. I think, again, with, you know, uh, 
I, I want to give credit to Joey Newcomb. You know this, thank you Hashem thing that took the place by storm. It's like, wake up, you have a, wake up, Eden. You have a relationship with Hashem. It's not no more, you know, hidden behind this or behind that. Talk to him. He's there. He's available. Hanish has a, you know, there's always like this either a fear or like, I can't talk to Hashem. So, so you know, whatever it, was, whatever it says in the sitter, I could say, but on my own, I can't say Abba or Tate. Or, and I think that's, that's very, very comforting now that we have this, this okay, this temple, that it's okay to talk to God one on one. It's okay. You don't have to be brass left to scream at Tata anymore. You want to put it that way? What a schus it is to have you come in. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. I'm so excited about your new album. Mm-hmm. I'll keep you posted. Amen. <laughs>